0: Thank you for joining me in today's podcast. My name is Sandra and this is Modesty Christian Girls Club. For the past couple of months, we've been going through the Ten Commandments and we've come to the Seventh Commandment where we're dealing with adultery. Um, Our favorite scripture is Exodus chapter 20 and I'm going to be reading verse 14. Now, before we do that, let's just say a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, oh God, for Modesty Christian Girls Club. Thank you for the podcast. I pray, oh God, that this will be an avenue to reach out to every young lady. Lord, that this will be an avenue where people will listen and the foundations of our faith will be strengthened in you for in Jesus name we pray amen so Exodus chapter 20 verse 14 and the Bible says thou shalt not commit adultery so it's really straightforward but um, we we need to really look at it in detail it says, "Do not commit adultery." What is adultery? Is when a married person has uh, relations, so sexual relations, with another person. When a person has a relation, uh, a sexual relation with someone that they are not married to okay um we live in a terrible terrible world now there's just so much going on in our world we hear a lot of things a lot of things going on we hear people saying things like open marriages that is totally against scripture the bible says do not commit adultery if you are married you stay married you stay committed to that person that you have Uh, declared before witnesses and before God that you will stay with this person and um, um, for the rest of your life. You know, after making that commitment, it is then against scripture, against the Lord, against God to go and have any sexual relations with the person that is not your husband or your wife. So this scripture, God was saying to the children of Israel, do not commit adultery. Do not leave your wife and go and sleep with someone else. Do not leave your husband and go and sleep with someone else. That is something that you must not do. And this is one of the commandments that God was saying uh, that God put out to the children of Israel as. a a commandment that they have to follow. Remember that they had just left the land of Egypt not too long ago. They had come out of captivity. They were going to a land that God was taking them to and God was establishing precepts, laws. It's just like any society that you go to, every country has got their laws and um, the things that you must do and the things that you mustn't do um, in some in some countries um the but there is there is pedestrian crossing for example and when a person gets to uh, the pedestrian crossing they must they the the cars must stop for the person to cross over in some countries. However, I'm aware and I'm being told, I mean, um, not too long ago, I had someone who went to uh, Switzerland and the, um, um, what he said was that you don't literally, the cars just go over the, the pedestrian crossing, you know, so you as the pedestrian has just got to be careful to make sure there isn't a car coming before you cross. It, it's really of no real, so you know, it, it and and there 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 won't be any consequences to them for not stopping at the pedestrian crossing but a country like England for example you must stop when you see a pedestrian you must otherwise obviously let's not go into that but you must it's the same thing God was reaching out to the children of Israel teaching them giving them commandment precepts that they must live by you know laws that will make their society safe and a better place for all of them to cohabit and live in peace live peaceably okay so that this person is not taking that person's wife that person is not taking another person's husband there is peace and unity amongst everyone but aside from that there is also the things to do with the soul and the body okay praise the lord now Let's read the scripture. I found it really fascinating when I um, when I uh, I was putting this together. It's Proverbs chapter six, and for the sake of time, I won't read. Uh, quite a few verses that would have been of interest if you have time you can read the whole I mean when when you're listening to it if you've got time you can read the whole chapter of uh, Proverbs chapter 6 but I'm just going to stick to verses 32 and 33 so Proverbs chapter 6 verse 32 and 33 Proverbs chapter 6 from verse 32 to 33 And the Bible says, but whoso committed adultery with a woman lacks understanding. He that doeth it destroys his own soul. So the person that commits adultery destroys his own soul. Verse thirty-three: a wound and dishonor shall he get and his reproach shall not be wiped away. I'll just read those two verses again. But whosoever commits adultery with a woman lacks understanding. Can I just say that also is vice versa? So whoso committed adultery with a woman or whoso committed adultery with a man is, you know, um, lacks understanding. So if you do it, you lack understanding. So you don't know what you do. You don't understand that there are repercussions there are consequences for your actions. That's basically what it's saying. But whoso committed adultery with a woman lacks understanding, and he that does it destroys his own soul. 33 A wound and dishonor shall he get, and his reproach shall not be wiped away. Now, you see, you see here that scripture is so balanced and he tells us straight away this is what you're going to get a wound dishonor shall he get and he says he's it shall not be in in, in that verse he says his reproach shall not be wiped away you know what reproach is it's it's like um uh how do i put it You know, everywhere you you sit, well, I I don't want to say it happens all the time, but sometimes there are people, they don't know what's wrong with them. Basically, everywhere they go, they just seem to be an outcast. This sometimes can be a result of committing adultery. You find some people, they struggle and struggle. They can never, or they they try to do stuff, but they always crash. It almost seems that whatever they lay their hands to do, rather than for it to prosper, according to the word of God, it doesn't prosper. There are consequences for adultery. And one of the consequences here, it says, is that it destroys his own soul. I'll take you back to the scripture of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. Everything shall be added unto you. Just seeking the kingdom of God. Now, the person that lives in adultery, that commits adultery, it seems everything else, he loses his soul so rather than seeking the kingdom of god and seeking god or seeking to please god keeping yourself the bible says is he destroys his soul who commits adultery he lacks understanding she lacks on the you do not understand that this thing is so destroying it's soul destroying it says it destroys his soul it is soul destroying and that is why God, you, you see, when God was given that commandment, you know, in Exodus, it was literally a sentence, thou shalt not commit adultery. He doesn't say why, he doesn't say because this will happen or because that will happen or because that will happen. But Proverbs is telling us what happens, the results of adultery. It destroys a soul. It's a soul destroyer. What shall it profit a man, the Bible says, if he gains the whole world, and at the end of the day, lose his soul? Don't admire these celebrities and all these people that have open marriages and they, they seem to be so excited at displaying the rotten life they're living. And unfortunately, youngsters are fascinated by them and think that that's the way to go but remind yourself you are a Christian. I am a Christian girl. This is what the Bible has said to do or not to do. And I will follow what the Bible says. The Bible says that the person who commits adultery lacks understanding. What does that mean? The person doesn't understand that it is soul destroying. He says it destroys his soul aside from that it says a wound shall he get how many times have you do you see it that um, some people and even youngsters you see youngsters get in a fight because a friend uh one of uh, a person's friend slept with the other person's boyfriend and all kinds of things sexual immorality the bible says don't get into it Oh, young, you're you're a youngster, and 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 all of that, and you you've got a boyfriend, or or as a youngster you've got a girlfriend, and you think this is the age, this is this is me, I'm I'm off age, and 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 whatever, I I, I, I can I can do this, you know, it's okay, there's nothing wrong. The Bible says, do not commit adultery. You say, but I'm not. I'm not married. Yeah, you're not married, but you're sleeping with someone who who you're not married to. So it all falls in the same Whether it's fornication, whether it is, whether you're married or not. If you sleep with someone that you're not married to, you are committing adultery because that person is not your spouse. That person is not your husband. That person is not your wife. You are not married to that person. You are committing adultery. And the Bible says, don't do it. You see, it got to a point that God had to tell the children of Israel that his laws are not grievous. So when he's telling you not to do something, it is for your own benefit. We've seen it here in Proverbs. That adultery is soul destroying. You'll find a lot of people with so much promise but they've lived such a righteous life that and they can't seem to achieve or attain their full potential in life. Verse 33 of Proverbs 6, again, it says, A wound and dishonor shall he get. That's what you get. Wounds, hurts, pain, depression, misery. A wound and dishonor shall he get and he says and his reproach shall not be wiped away the reproach disdain things that the resultant damage of such a lifestyle does not get wiped away thank God for the blood of Jesus thank God for 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 the price that Jesus pays but the Bible says shall we continue in sin that grace may abound, He says, God forbid. So if you've been living an adulterous life, sleeping with whoever, whatever, whenever, stop it now. Because the Bible says, thou shall not commit adultery. Let's see what Jesus says about the subject of adultery. Let's look at Matthew chapter five. Matthew chapter five, and we will be reading from verse thirty-eight. Praise God. Uh, Matthew chapter five, from verse sorry, from verse twenty-seven. Matthew five, from verse twenty-seven to thirty. The Bible says, "Ye have heard that it was said." by them of all times thou shalt not commit adultery so jesus was saying this is what was said before okay verse 28 but i say unto you that whosoever looks on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already in his heart so it's not (laughs) it's not even physically going to commit the act the mere thoughts of it right The Bible says, Jesus says, you've committed adultery already. And it says, verse 29, And if your right eye offend you, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is profitable for you that one of your members should perish and not that your whole body should be cast into hell verse 13 and if your right hand offend you cut it off and cast it from you for it is profitable for you that one of your members should perish and not that your whole body should be cast into hell praise the Lord hallelujah and so Jesus was addressing the issue of adultery and he says in those days they used to say or it is said that whosoever commits adultery Whosoever commits adultery, um, or thou shalt not commit adultery, he says. But whosoever thinks in his heart, lusts after a woman, lusts after a man, already commits adultery. So the mere thoughts of it, the mere thoughts of oh, you know, you see a person and you know you you imagine having sexual relations with that person or thinking about the person in a lustful way. The Bible says that you've already committed adultery. And then Jesus gives the antidote or what you need to do to make sure you don't fall into that. He says, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. So if it is... If you are in a, an environment, and I'll just put it in these terms to make it easy for us. If you're in an environment where such things are being discussed, such things are being um, celebrated, you need to get out of there. Because it is putting lustful thoughts, images in your mind, and you are already committing the sin that you're not that you haven't physically done. Okay, and he says, if your eyes cause you to sin, pluck it out. Sometimes it's the movies, you watch the books that you read, the the stuff that you indulge in that creates this atmosphere. I've, I've always seen or thought of it in this way that if you create an atmosphere that is convenient for Satan and his demons to operate, they will hover around and they will come, and their aim is not just to um, to just hang around when they like, and then you can just shake them off. No, their aim, Satan's aim, is to come and indwell and dominates the mind and sometimes it is so strong their hold and their thoughts and the things that they do is so strong that sometimes it affects the person so badly they become um, uh, very paranoid they have sometimes uh, the spirit of fear lost and um, sometimes they become uh, addicted to so many things that they shouldn't why because you created this atmosphere or a person's created this atmosphere that makes it convenient for them to stay for them to dwell for them to live jesus says if you look at someone lustfully to lust after them not just that you look at someone he says if you look at someone to lust after them to think oh i would like to sleep with this person That is adultery. You've already committed the sin. The fact that you you think, oh, I'd like to sleep with this person. It means you're lost enough to them. A Christian is not meant to live like that. There are laws. If you say you're a Christian, there are laws. If you say you're a Christian, there are commandments. If you say you're a Christian, there are things that you have to do and things that you must not do. There's no gray area. It's either this or that. That's the way it is in Christianity. Okay? And that is why Jesus was saying to us, he's saying in in Matthew chapter 5, as we read, he says, if your eye is causing you to sin, pluck it out. Obviously, don't do that physically. What What he's basically saying is, you need to take away the atmosphere that encourages or the things that encourages satan to to um to 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 make you lost or cause you to sin you've got to put those things aside and create what you do when you you don't just um take them away or push them aside without replacing them so what you do is you replace those you replace Uh, uh, the negatives with the positives. So you replace all those things with Christian music, reading the scripture, reading Christian books, hanging around Christian people, hanging around Christian brothers and sisters or, or people, and hanging around not just people who do not challenge you spiritually, you hang around people who will challenge your faith and make you to want more of God, more of the things of God. You see, if you feed your flesh, your flesh will dominate to such a degree that it takes over your whole being. If you feed your spirit, your spirit will grow such a degree that it's able to tame your flesh it's able to control your flesh your flesh will have no 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 food in itself so it'll be so weak and your spirit will take over but if you feed your flesh constantly feeding your flesh You're watching movies that don't edify you. You're reading books that don't edify you. Am I saying you shouldn't watch movies? No, not at all. But if those movies are going to make you lost, make you full of lost, fan up worldliness in you, then you better get rid of them. Jesus said, it's better you enter into life, enter into uh, heaven, enter into the kingdom of God, with one eye which is for example getting into the kingdom of god without ever having to watch some of these big um um blockbusters and hollywood movies and all because it's not it's, it's not gonna kill you rather it would have preserved you it says it's better to enter the kingdom of god with one eye with the loss of an eye or uh, an arm rather than your whole body you are completing yourself you watched all the all the blockbusters you are right up there with all the designer uh, uh, clothes the designer things you're right up there with the celebrities and all and your whole body is wrapped and thrown into hell you know what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul you do not want to lose your soul adultery is soul destroying It's able to destroy your soul remember proverbs that we read and so what am i saying today the bible says do not commit adultery do not sleep with anybody that is not your spouse simple do not sleep with anyone that is not do not have sexual relations with anybody that is not your husband Anybody that is not your wife. In order order to follow God and to do his will, we must keep his commandments. It's not changed. The commandment, as a matter of fact, in the New Testament, Jesus, (laughs) he didn't just say do not commit adultery. He said do not even lust after a person. If you do that, you've already committed adultery without even the physical act. So it's even it's even more strict in the New Testament. Because someone may want to say, Oh, that's just Old Testament. That's just, no, it isn't. It's one Bible. <laughs> you've got to, you, you either believe it or you don't. If you're a Christian, remember you must keep the commandments of God. And today we have studied one of the commandments, the seventh commandment that says do not commit adultery do not sleep with anyone that you're not married to when you're married you can enjoy yourself sexually in the safety of the marriage covenant in the safety of marriage and that's, that's the way God has designed it. So that, you know, sex is, is in a safe and controlled environment. You're not open to all the vices of the world. And I need to encourage you, this world, the world we live in is terrible, but you are able to overcome you can overcome and you will overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. I encourage you today that these commandments are not grievous, they're for our own good, for 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 safety, for for, 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 for us to, to be the person that God wants us to be. Okay, and you can do it, everyone can do it. And it is compulsory. It's not, it's not, oh, can I, should I, should I not? There's nothing like that. It's a commandment. A commandment is an instruction, an instruction you must keep to, okay? And, and that's what I want to encourage you today. Do not commit adultery. Don't, don't do it. Don't sleep with anybody that you're not meant to sleep with. You can only sleep with someone who is your husband, You can only sleep with someone who is your wife because you're married if you're not married do not do it keep yourself as a young lady keep yourself as a young man keep yourself busy in the things of God study the word pray you know grow your spirit kill your flesh Grow your spirit and your flesh will wither and die off. Your fleshly desires, that is, will wither and die off. Your spirit will grow, will keep growing. And that's your portion in Jesus' name. I'm going to stop here uh, for today um we will continue next time we're slowly getting to the end of the 10 commandments and i trust god that um these teachings have been a blessing to you and um if they have please share with your friends your family share with people there are people that need to listen to this Um, that's just the truth there are uh, people out there that need to listen to These teachings. So share it, and um, I believe that God will bless you as you do so. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your word. The Bible says the entrance of your word gives light and understanding to the simple. Lord, I pray that everyone that listens will get understanding. They will get knowledge. They will get wisdom. Help this young people, oh God. We live in a very terrible situation and very terrible uh, society these days where a lot of things are being taken for granted. A lot of normal boundaries. There are a lot of things going awry. But I trust you to keep those who are called by your name. In the name of Jesus. Especially that young lady, that young girl that is out there that is calling out for you that that is hungry for you lord i pray that you keep them that the enemy will not exert his tributes over them oh father they will overcome the enemy and they will live a life that will please you until you return to take us back to you in jesus name we'll pray Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me. This is Modesty Christian Girls Club. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, um, send us any inquiries, questions, or or prayer requests. Send it to modestygirls2021 at gmail.com. So that's modestygirls2021 at gmail.com. God bless you and see you next time.